Hi, I'm Dr. Holly Tett, and with over a decade working in clinical psychology and dog behaviour, I've built my business into a small but mighty empire, allowing me to help thousands of dogs and their people each year. And the best bit? I'm no longer burning myself out in the process. And now I'd love to help you to do the same. This is the first dog trainer podcast to delve into the real talk when it comes to working as a dog professional, the highs, the lows, and how to provide emotional support for the dog, the human caregiver, and also for you, the trainer. So if you're a force-free dog pro who cares deeply for the dogs and people that you help, you are in the right place. Welcome to Training Dogs, Training People, and Keeping Our Together. Hi there, and welcome back to Training Dogs, Training People, and Keeping Our together. I hope you're well. We are on episode four and the title of today's episode is how your triangle thoughts might be damaging your dog training business. So what we're going to be thinking about today is our belief system and this is hugely important when it comes to running any kind of business Um, but I see it especially in dog training to be honest because there's so much that goes into being a successful dog training business. So let's start by thinking about this. There will always be times in life, and this is really important to mention, because there will always be times in life and in business where we're firing on all cylinders, everything feels amazing, it's all falling into place, you maybe have fantastic ideas, you take action on them, you see results, you see your revenue increasing, you'll be able to help more dogs, whatever it looks like for you. And conversely, there will be times where things feel way, way harder. Maybe things that you normally enjoy. So let's say you normally love posting on Facebook. You can't really be bothered. You don't have the motivation. Someone sent you an inquiry email and you think, oh, I'll get back to you tomorrow. I don't really have it in me today to do that. Maybe you're spending a bit more time on Netflix or scrolling Instagram or TikTok rather than thinking about plans for your business. Now, Firstly, it's important to note that ebbing and flowing is normal. (laughs) So we'll all have had experiences of this in life when there are times where things are much easier and times when things are much harder. And it's natural for that to kind of ebb and flow. And there's loads of things that influence that in our lives. Of course, it makes sense that if you've got difficult stuff happening in your personal life, maybe you haven't been well physically or mentally, emotionally, maybe you've had a bereavement or you've lost a a relationship or a friend or something significant is happening you're moving house (laughs) all of these things are stressful and it makes sense that they take a lot of our energy and so we have less reserves to work on our business and other things so if you've got something like that going on cut yourself a bit of slack (laughs) there will hopefully come a time where things start to feel a little bit easier again However, if you find that there's nothing really significant going on, nothing that you can put your finger on anyway, but you keep finding yourself back in this place. So maybe it's the fact that you've been really trying to grow your business, but whatever you do, whatever technique or tactic you try, you don't ever get above a certain amount of money per month. So maybe you're capped off at 5,000 or 10,000 or 50,000. Different businesses look different. So you're thinking, I just want to push myself over that next hurdle in monetary value, but I can't quite seem to. Or maybe you have lots of clients in the place that you work in regularly and you're looking to extend that out to different locations and different places but it's not really happening or perhaps you work as a local dog trainer or behaviorist and you're looking to take your services online and you've 
put a few feelers out, done a few posts, but no one's really taking much notice of what you're doing. You're thinking, "Mm, what's going on here? (laughs) Or maybe it's just the day-to-day stuff, stuff that you can normally manage well in your business, like managing your inquiries, your inbox, your social media, if you've got online courses and memberships, you're pretty good at doing all of that stuff. But then you keep finding yourself back in this place where it feels really heavy and all too much again. If you keep finding yourself in that pattern and there's no real obvious external cause, what it usually is, is it's something to do with the belief system that we hold in our minds that is just slightly distorting our perception of what's going on. So let me explain about this a little bit more. So there's a model that was developed by Butler, Fennell and Hackman in 2008. Um, It's used for human psychology in various different ways. So it's used for understanding beliefs across a variety of mental health conditions, but also just people. (laughs) So it does, you don't have to have an official diagnosis to find this useful. This is useful for absolutely everyone. And it's a really nice way of describing what happens in our brain sometimes. So everyone, every single one of us holds a belief system within us or multiple belief systems. Now, some of these were created when we were really, really little. So we could have been very young children and maybe we had really supportive, caring, loving caregivers who always made us feel safe and always made us feel capable and always were there to support us. So whatever we did, whether it went really well or whether it was terrible and a disaster, you'd know that you wouldn't get any backlash from your parents. They were there for you. So the belief belief system you might form based on those early childhood experiences are it's not always perfect but that's okay (laughs) and there will always be the someone there to support me so I can push myself and I can try some new things because if it all goes wrong eh, well we'll sort we'll solve it we'll find another solution if conversely you had the opposite experience so when things went if you tried something new and it went wrong maybe you got punished or you got told off or you got told well that was a stupid idea wasn't it you should have stuck to what you knew you might start to think you know what actually (laughs) it's much safer for me to stay in my comfort zone I actually think that I don't really want to try new things I don't really want to push myself because once I know that I'm good at something there's no point in trying anything new Now that's just one very simple example, but there is a whole host of beliefs that we all hold within ourselves. And these belief systems, they're not usually very close to the surface of our brain. So it's not stuff that we actively think about on a daily basis. However, it's stuff that gets played out on a daily basis. (laughs) So you always want to imagine like um, anything that happens during your day, let's say you have an argument with your partner. If you have a belief system that um, people have disagreements and it's good to get it all out in the open and then it'll be resolved, that argument might be a bit stressful in the moment, but you're not going to be thinking about it months later. (laughs) But if you have a belief system that says, oh gosh, if I argue with someone, then they're not going to like me. They're going to think I'm a bad person. You're going to be stressing about that argument for days, weeks, months, probably long after that other person has forgotten about it. (laughs) So you can see how the same situation for different people can have a very different emotional and sort of thoughtful response as well. 
Okay, so let's think about this in terms of business then. So let's take an example. Let's say someone sent you an email inquiry or they called you up and they said, hi, I'm really interested in getting some dog training booked in. I've got a, I don't know, 10 week old Labrador who's adorable, but getting into all kinds of mischief and I really want to get it right the first time. What do you suggest? And you give them your packages and your options and they say, brilliant, fantastic. I'm going to book it this evening. And you say, great, here's the link. And they're like, fantastic. I'll speak to you soon I'll book it this evening and this evening comes and goes and the booking doesn't come through what do we do (laughs) what do we think most importantly so (laughs) you might be thinking oh there's that person they didn't book in oh that's weird oh well move on with your day you might think oh that's annoying I could really have done with that money and hopefully they book in tomorrow maybe they got busy you might think, oh, they said they were going to book in, but they had zero intention of booking in. They they heard me on the phone. They didn't like what they heard. They thought I wouldn't be a very good trainer. Um, so they're, they're never going to book. <laughs> you might think, oh, they were really interested. And then they spoke to another trainer who they thought was better. So they decided to go with them instead. You might think, oh, they spoke to my competitor and they said, oh, don't go with them. They're really bad. Like there's a million different options here. And the fact of the matter is that we may never know why that person didn't book you might follow up with them you might not it's up to you but there's a hundred a thousand even possible scenarios and based on your belief system is how you start to think about that situation of someone saying they're going to book and then not booking and again depending on your belief system that may be something that you briefly think about and then move on with your day or it may be something that you obsess over for days if not weeks (laughs) and that is a significant difference in terms of your the emotional impact on you and your emotional well-being within your business so let's think about this model that I referenced earlier so you can write this down if you want to or you can hold it in your mind's eye so as you're walking along you're going about your day and things happen so in this situation someone hasn't booked in when they said they would so I want you to imagine inside your mind (laughs) almost um, as thoughts come into your brain in all kinds of different shapes so there might be the thought that someone hasn't booked in that might be a circular thought shaped like a circle there could be the thought of oh I haven't um haven't given my dog their dinner yet that might be shaped like a square that's a a square shaped thought that comes into your brain there might be um oh I haven't paid for my um insurance yet that's due I need to do that and that might be shaped like a star for example so all these thoughts come into your brain and we're thinking all day long so in there coming constant stream of thoughts what happens is if you imagine like a crusher (laughs) so two big metal plates that are moving up and down in your mind and as these shapes come in say we've got squares we've got circles we've got stars they get crushed by that mental crusher and they get squished into a triangle shape so they come in with all this myriad of beautiful shapes and colors and they get all get squashed into that triangular shape and pushed into your brain now obviously this isn't actually happening this is more of a kind of figurative demonstration but essentially that crusher that's your belief system so all of these things that are happening all the time we alter them in our mind to make them fit our belief system so some of the examples i just gave 
if you feel like I'm not good enough, if your general belief of yourself is I'm not a good enough person, I'm not a good enough trainer, I'm never really good enough at anything. If you forget to feed the dog, your mind crushes that into your triangular belief system and says, I'm a bad pet parent. If that person doesn't call call back and book up their session, your mind goes, oh, they thought that I wouldn't be very good. Whereas if you're someone that has the opposite belief system of that and says, you know what, I am a pretty good person, I am a pretty good trainer, then when those things come into their mind, you forgot to feed the dog. Oops, I'm only human, let me go feed him now. <laughs> that gets crushed into their triangular belief system. If you have a dog and um, if you have a person with these thoughts that the other person doesn't ring up and book that session with them, they go, oh well, maybe they got busy and they move on. So dependent on your belief system, that's what all of your thoughts get distorted to fit that system that you have within your brain. And it can be hard to change that <laughs> because often this is something that we have done for years and years and years of our life. We've distorted events that happen to make them fit with the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And these can be really positive beliefs or they can be negative beliefs. And so if you find yourself constantly back in that cycle of having no motivation and not really knowing how to move forward, it might be time to actually think, what's going on here? <laughs> what is actually happening? What do I believe about myself in that moment? And it's really easy to find out. You just ask yourself some questions. So in our example of someone not booking up that session, how does that make me feel? That makes me feel crap. Why does that make me feel crap? Well, they probably booked because they probably didn't book because they thought that I wouldn't be a good trainer. Why didn't they think you'd be a good trainer? Well, I don't know, maybe something I said on the phone put them off. Well, they don't know you. Chances are it was nothing to do with that. So my advice to you, if you find yourself stuck in these patterns, is really be a lawyer in this situation. So ask those questions. Say to yourself, why? What evidence have you got here to support this belief that you are holding? What? There is zero evidence in this situation that suggests that that person has decided that you're not a good trainer. Zero evidence. Maybe they rang someone else who could do it £10 cheaper and money's a bit tight, so they went with them. Maybe they decided, you know what, I, I found an online programme that I'm going to do. Maybe they moved house. There could be any number of reasons. Maybe the puppy went back to the breeder. You just don't know. So you want to say all these suggestions to yourself. Okay, I believe this, but is there any evidence? Could it be this? Could it be this? Could it be this? That's one of the best ways of starting to tackle some of these difficult thoughts. And if you're a written visual person, write it down. So get your, your column, get two columns on a piece of paper and do a actually evidence for and evidence against for this belief that you've got in your head. I believe they think I'm not a good enough trainer, which is why they haven't booked with me. What's the evidence for that? Very little. Apart from you might say, oh, they sighed weirdly on the phone. <laughs> Put that in there if you want to. And then what's all the evidence against that? What is all the other possibilities that we can come up with? If you start to practice this technique, you can do it written down, you can do it in your head and start to really challenge your thoughts every time they come up. 
you create a real awareness of it because as as I said before this isn't something that's really conscious for the most part we aren't aware that we're doing this it's just something that's very automatic inside our brain brain starts crushing all of these thoughts into those identical little thought processes to match our belief system so instead we want to just be aware and start to question that and that can start to make things feel just that little bit easier Okay, I hope that was helpful and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Would you like some more support and ideas about managing your own mental health as a force-free dog professional? If so, come and join us for our free five-day challenge. It starts on the 19th of September 2022 and it's called How to Take Care of Your Mental Health as a Force-Free Dog Professional. does what it says on the tin. All week we'll be talking about really cool, easy-to-implement strategies to really help your own well-being be the best that it can possibly be so that you can then help more dogs and their people. If that sounds good to you, come and join us. The link is in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you there. Take care.